What is going on, Reality Pop Nation? Thank you for tuning in to Reality Pop Network, the place to be for reality TV. If you're into sports, go check out the Poogee Podcast. I am Poogee. I run the Poogee Podcast. However, I love collaborating with Reality Pop Network because I love me some reality TV as well. And I got a group of guys here with me today that also love reality TV. And you've seen them before. We're here for the Reality Roundtable. Otev's Council is in session. We are going to be recapping the first half of the Big Brother season. If you have questions and you're watching live, Please feel free to throw them in the chat. We'd love to answer some questions for you, your thoughts on the season so far. But let's welcome the fellas in here. Guys, thank you for tuning in. How are you uh, or, or being here? Thank you uh, for uh, taking the time to do this. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. I love me talking to my uh, big brother. <laughs> right, glad to be back. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, it's good to be back, baby. We're doing this. Big brother. Been a great season. It's it's been a little while since we've done a roundtable. Last reality roundtable we did, we uh, involved fantasy sports. We did a fantasy draft, so we will reference that. I know we've been watching it pretty closely throughout the season. Um, I've been updating the Puji Podcast Instagram pretty much after every episode with the scoreboard updates, and it's getting exciting because the scores are going up as people get voted out later and later. We had people make the jury and get three points. We've had unusual competitions people gain one points let's just throw this up here real quick just so people are aware of what we're talking about that might be watching or listening gentlemen here's the scoreboard jacob not with us today we have team nick at 17 points but he still has all three of his people remaining zach with 22 he's in a very good spot with Derek x who seems to be a pretty good threat Tichi with three red X's, no longer in the competition. Jacob with two people remaining, Derek F. and Kyland, another player that's extremely well positioned. And Pooji myself with Hannah remaining, hoping that she pulls out a strong finish to the season and potentially can get a few head of households or HOHs. So guys, what have we thought so far this season, whether it's the fantasy league, whether it's the season as a whole, overall thoughts so far from this season? I mean, Whoa, for me ahead. personally, I was going to just say the fantasy league aspect of it, I absolutely love. I don't know if I could speak for Tichi that much, but um, it just adds another element for me when I watch the game or watch the show. Um, I'm always trying to pull for Alyssa, Claire, and Derek X. Um, there's times I'm, I, I don't even pull for my guys because I'm hoping for other people that are that I enjoy watching, but – yeah, I think it's a cool little element that we did, and I feel like we pulled it off pretty well uh, in, in a fair manner. So Yeah, I I, I love it. I've, obviously, we love fantasy sports. we got fantasy drafts coming up left and right all over the place for football, but it's cool. I can't wait to do it for Survivor. And you said something very interesting about even maybe rooting against your own team. I was the same way with Christian. So I have Christian on my team, but when Derek X was head of household, I was like, all right, Christian's already got me 13 points. Get him out of here because I was like, I, I fully support that move. And I didn't want Derek X to get walked over by Xavier and Alyssa and, and all that side of the house. I was like, Derek, dude, hold true to yourself. Make the right move and get Christian out of here. He is a threat to everyone's game. And what's interesting is there wasn't too much backlash from the rest of the house when Christian went home. That's also very true. It's very weird because this house, it seems like, no HOH has yet to make a move that is besides Frenchie. Frenchie's the only one. Let's let's not talk about Frenchie though. There's not. I don't think any HOH yet has made a very, very crazy move that has put their game 
directly like the next week in bad trouble. Also because like the way the game just works is like unless the person that you were targeting is in some kind of power in some way the next week, then really you're good. So yeah, it's very interesting. Like you're right, Christian went home and there was no real, you know, repercussions to it. Yeah, it was it was weird because and anyone feel free to jump in whatever, but it was weird because like Kylan wins HOH accidentally. And Derek X's name didn't get brought up until nominations had already been set. And I think it was Derek F trying to like leverage Derek X as like a, like a replacement or something. Talk, But I was like, man, a whole episode goes by of nomination talk. And Derek X is just chilling there, hanging out, dancing, doing whatever. No real conversation about Derek X. Funny thing that you say how like Kylan won accidentally, because I actually don't think he won accidentally. He knew that. He knew that his right-hand man or right-hand woman in, um, in Sarah Beth was the next person that his alliance is targeting. And I think he, even though had the cookout, he was like, this is definitely my, my best next option. So I don't want this person to go home next. So even though he like was saying, I'm gonna throw it or whatever, this, that, and the other, he, he placed himself very smart, I think. Kyle's playing a very good game. He's playing a very good game. I want to speak on you. Did you just talk, brought up the cookout, Nick? I think out of watching all of these reality shows, I really think this cookout alliance might be the best alliance I've ever seen. Not a single person, one of them is being targeted. They formed up. It was like, hey, yo, cool. We're all cool. Boom. All split up. I mean, this they're all they're all still in it. I mean, they've been absolutely fantastic, this cookout alliance. Yeah, TG, I got to agree with that. I, I was thinking that the other day. I was like, man, of all, and this isn't just for Big Brother, like of every show that alliances are created, this may rank up there as one of the greatest alliances ever. And it's because of that, that they came together and, like they, were, and they were like, all right, we're all going to have our own little separate uh, person that's going to be like our puppet, our shield. And we're gonna rock with them, but we won't rock with each other. They really, and they have arguments all the time with each other. They're fighting, but it's it's almost it's literally like a family, basically. That yeah, they really like it. But at the end of the day, they're gonna have each other's backs no matter what. They're trying to get each other all the way to the end, and it's working extremely well. And nobody has any idea. I mean, they're getting there. They might. Yeah, but be I guarantee Xavier won't go home this week. You know, he they ha he has the numbers because of that. And they all yeah, yeah, I don't see them ever backdooring anybody until it's them five at, in the end. Yeah, it's it's Derek it, or it's Z Xavier and um, who right else? Claire's on there. Derek right F, Kylan, Hannah, Are we talking about the Tiffany. alliance? Well, no. So so the alliance or on the block, it's Claire and, and Claire Xavier. And so there's yeah. seven people voting, and four of those are, or at least five of those are, are the cookout members so they obviously have the numbers to keep xavier and i said this on the block uh episode that i did after last thursday's episode it was like the numbers are to the point where they're going to have the ultimate advantage to win every competition they'll always have the numbers to win a, win an advantage a competition whatever the case is and the fact that kylan has sarah beth in his back pocket he's able to manipulate her to kind of do what he wants her to do even Claire, when none of them Tiffany yeah, clear. yeah and, and you talked about some arguments and stuff like Tiffany and Derek F have been getting into it for the last three weeks. They seem to not like each other. 
at the end of the day, they're not targeting each other. Like, But ultimately, they will eventually when it gets down to the final six of them. But I think, in my opinion, one of the best alliances in history, in the fact that it's such a big alliance, like this is almost 50% of the house. That is, this is six out of 16 people, and no one has mentioned it. Like, no one knows the name of it. No one has blatantly said these six are together. There's been little hints here and there, but the fact that it's such a large alliance is even impressive to me as well. And the only hint we've had was Claire kind of sniffing at it an episode or two ago, and then now yeah, she's Claire on the block because of the only sniff out that she maybe has, you know? Yeah. I yeah. just think it's it's a very interesting way to think about it is that, Obviously, the times that the world's in, like that's kind of the reason why it 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 created it became what it is. Like, oh, we're we're the black people that are gonna you know unite together and be you know strong in our in our black power. But and what's kind of interesting, the flip side of it is what I'm really interested to see when it finally does, because there's no way this alliance goes to the end without ever being sniffed out. I'm amazed it's made it this far, but I'm interested to see like the reaction to the other house guests and like America and everything when it's kind of like the, oh, we're the six black people that are like sticking together. And then it's like, you know, we're going to put two of you on the block and like, are people going to call racism? I'm, I'm really intrigued. Like, this is a really interesting social. I, I don't, I truly don't think it's a racist thing in any way, shape or form. Cause like they're, they're together in a group, but I feel like it's even weird to say, is it weird to do that? I don't know. It's an interesting concept. I'm I'm very intrigued to see it go this far and for them to stick together and all the crazy things that happen with it. And something I I think it's so it's probably the greatest freaking name. Like oh, I love the name. Like, the name <laughs> yeah. is great. And it wasn't even like they they were like sitting down thinking about it. Like they just, just were out. in the kitchen and said it. And I was like, oh. Oh shit! That's a that's a damn that's a damn good, good name. Yeah. yeah, he said he said the cookout. We're gonna be grilling up the rest of the house. Yeah, We're gonna... like, okay. Like, forget it. That's good. I did, Nick. To your point, I did think it was really funny when Xavier was talking to Tiffany in the bathroom, and he was like, "It's gonna get to a point where they're all in the jury house, and they look back, and they're like, wait a minute, it's all the black people still in the house. What the hell happened here? It's just gonna be so funny to watch the reaction of that other house guest as to like." the realization of wait realization that just that happened in front of us <laughs> but what's interesting or zach were you about to say something well i was just gonna say like if one of if, it seems like claire and uh derek x are getting close to sniffing it out but the question that and xavier said it too is if they think it will they actually say it because exactly I, and that's what i was that's like, what i'm getting people at. Will be like nah like no way. Like, and also, they, they probably don't see them all hanging out together. They you never do. So, they and like they they said it, and when and Derek actually didn't even say Hannah because he's with Hannah, and he doesn't think Hannah would go back on him. But I think she a hundred percent would. Like, oh, I think he would. She would too. Yeah. So I think Claire would go back on Tiffany. So I think, you know, Derek and and. Well, they did kind of go back on Brina. They voted against her, but actually, no, not true. She was on the block. She voted for him, and he was on the block. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that I'm, was a good way of hiding that because that hid the fact that they were the cookout in that aspect, you know. And I think the whole two thing. Oh, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just say I just like the fact that they have their pairs. I think that's it, it was kind of like a Russell thing in his first season in Survivor, like when his his tribe got uh, whittled down to him and two people. I forget their names, but in this season, they went to the next tribe when they merged, and it was just him a girl and this guy. And his plan before they went over was like, all right, we're gonna go over there. I'm gonna make a friend, you're gonna make a friend, and you're gonna make a friend. 
and we're going to bring him in and we're going to be six and we're going to we're going to take on this house that is literally what this is and i think it's brilliant it's it's actually brilliant go for it teach and okay yeah nick i think you made a great point i think if this if we had to switch this game into survivor mode i think this ending for this game would be absolutely fantastic because what I'm really interested in seeing this happens when this alliance realizes, okay, wait, I'm at the bottom of this alliance. Once we get to the final six, yeah, it's great, but I'm going to be the next one to go. I'm curious to see when those people start to realize that and it's like, I'm ready to switch board or, direct, or the people who are ever to switch. And that's where I think if Survivor was in here, that would be fantastic because you could usually just jump on board to another team right now when you know you're at the bottom of your alliance. The, the only thing I would say to that is that I just, this alliance is so good that it's not a totem pole. There's just, I there doesn't, like, I they're, feel- They're formed by something else is, other than, like, just a game. I feel like honestly. there is one, like, if they were going to cut off somebody first, it'd probably be Aza, and it's just because she's the most emotional one. She can't really control herself, like, and even then, they probably wouldn't cut her off because she's easy to beat in competition. Yeah. So, like they haven't that that's how crazy it is is like they haven't even considered taking one another out i are uh, and to that point i think the totem pole aspect of an alliance forms from the fact that there's many alliances within the bigger alliance and we haven't seen that yet like we haven't like we've seen all of them talk in similar ways at certain points that the the totem pole typically happens when if Xavier and Kyland and Tiffany developed like a three-person alliance within the six-person alliance. But no one has done that yet, at least on camera that we've seen, that this alliance has any fractures outside of Tiffany and Derek F. not liking each other with some personality clashing going on. Um, but Tichi, to your point, that being said, someone is going to have to be considered on the bottom. Like there is going to have to be, at some point, someone will have to go home first out of those six. All six, granted, it would be a win for all six of them to get to the end based on their their technique and what they were trying to accomplish. But at the end of the day, one of them will have to go home. That will be super crazy to think. Other note on that is I feel like Big Brother provides so many additional advantages within the weekly gameplay that so much can happen, whether it's, you know, the coin flip thing that comes up next week or, you know, the, the veto win or maybe they put another twist in. So it's it's very difficult to feel like in complete control of this game because of how many unexpected twists can happen at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I agree with that. And another one point to like this cookout alliance being so strong, I, I know it's kind of segueing from your point of the, the twists, but the only thing I see breaking up this alliance earlier than them doing it themselves is um, whether it be on purpose or accidentally, two of them being up on the block and then the rest of them having to decide amongst themselves who they're sending home, that inner clash is what I think breaks them up before before the six. Like At that point, once like some of them are voting for one and some are voting for the other, they're going to be like, well, if we're not agreeing on this, then can we continue working together? And at that point, it severs, I think. Um, but, I, I, but is someone going to be you know, the person to put two of them up? Or is it going to happen randomly just because the, the numbers in the house make it so that they're the only ones left put up and they just get put up there? Who knows? I don't know. But I, I well, I think here's what's interesting to your point, Nick. 
if that was the case, this would have been the week to do it because now after this week, Sarah Beth cannot compete for the head of household next week. And if Claire is the person that ends up going home this week, well, now you have nine people remaining in the house. All of the cookout is competing in the head of household competition and there's only two non-cookout members competing so now the numbers are completely stacked against Ooh, non-cookout Derek X and, uh, and Alyssa uh, Alyssa Derek X, Alyssa okay cool and wow. the other thing is crazy thing because of the big brothers high roller room which we can get into right now um Derek X is in the only one that is guaranteed a shot at the coin flip game he got a hundred dollars both weeks of the high rollers room so he is guaranteed fifty dollars this week he's going to have 250 to, to play the coin flip game so it's going to be interesting to see if derek x has sniffed out this cookout alliance and someone on the cookout wins head of household well now he can play the coin flip game let's say he wins it he now becomes head of household and can just cause havoc maybe just for one week because he'd maybe go home the following week. But I think that's an interesting twist that that could happen in this game is, is if Derek X wins that coin flip game, if he's not already HOH. Um, question. Do you guys remember who the third person to win the hundred was? It was uh, Derek X, Derek F and one other person. Any of these names ring a bell. Who would it have been? Uh, Derek F, Derek X, and I think Kylan. No? Did Kylan win it? No, 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 no. Kylan was at the bottom. I remember. I think it might have been Claire. Yeah, not sure. Was it Claire? I think it was Claire. Yes, it was Claire. She's on the block. She got it was Claire. I'm trying to figure out if if Xavier uh, would be able to get pushed into the top three because he's been in the top six both times, so he's right there on the border. So he has 175? No, he, he only has 50, so he needs that 100. That's, or he has 150. So he needs to have 100. Is what I'm, but I'm wondering if, say, Claire gets evicted, they're going to have a spot open in that top three, Derek F, Derek X, and then... Well, so here's the thing with the, the people. I've kind of been paying attention. Well, we've all been paying attention. But the people who won the 100, the first week... And the second week, two of them was Claire and Brittany, two people on the block. So that's kind of like America doing the sympathy, sympathy throw. And then Derek X won it both times. Who, what do you, wait, no, what? Was, the first week it was Derek X, Derek F, and Brittany. Yes. Brittany, so Brittany was on the block and Claire was on the block the second week. That's what I was referring to. Well, yeah, but, but Claire was at a 75. So Brittany got sent home and Claire must have been the fourth highest. Vote. Fair enough, fair point. She moved up into the top three, and then Alyssa must have been seven because she moved into the top six with her. Do you, think, do you think it went in the same order again? You think it? Or, I, think, it, it was, I, think, it, I think I kind of think so. Like it seems like it's the same people getting the same things. Or do you think you think Derek X gets left out this time because America knows he doesn't need it? Like he can, he already is guaranteed. Oh, man, I, I don't know. I feel like if he if he's not winning the full thing, he's probably going to get America's favorite player. Like. Uh, yeah, he's my minus this fantasy thing we got going on. Like, if, besides the fact you know the cookouts like a, a boss alliance, and I think they're really cool. Like, I, I, if Derek X can like make it to the end, pass like one v six and win this thing, like, dude, give him the crown. That is crazy. Speaking speaking of the fantasy league, Tichi, I want to bring you in here real quick just for a little defense of your team. Um, you had Travis, Brent, and Whitney in this in this year's fantasy uh, league, and 
the the reviews on Instagram and on social media were pretty positive about your team. You had the you know the team all good looks, and um, Travis goes home first, and then it was Frenchie, and then followed by I think it was Brent and Whitney. So you were you were out of the league in in the first four weeks. Um, what went wrong with the coaching with the draft? What what happened here, man? I think it was that damn cookout of logic. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> after we just praised it for 15 minutes. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I just I had my strategy of kind of having the popular group kind of being the popular group and seeing how far that could take them. And that eventually, I guess, just never worked out. Um, I will tell you one thing, since my entire team has been eliminated, the one person I'm kind of actually going for who completely has surprised me is uh, Tiffany, who was our uh, Poogee pick, well, the person no one picked, and yet she's arguably playing one of the more stronger games. Can we give Tiffany to, to Tichi? Can we do that, please? Let's do that. <laughs> let's, give Tiffany, let's give Tiffany to Tichi. <laughs> still, won't, still won't make a difference, but yeah. I think you'd be at 11 points. Hey, if yeah. she makes it to the end, Tichi, she, like, I honestly think, like, not to cut you off, but like, she actually ended up being, I think, one of the strongest. She's the one who came up with a plan for the cookout to, like, you know, do the whole getting your piece and, like, bringing them in thing. So, yeah, you can hey. hear when she has these side conversations, she's very strategic and everything like that. So, I may, obviously, competition wise, we don't know, but she's, she's playing the numbers and everything. So, I, I think besides some of the competition guys like Kylan and Garrett X right now, she's kind of my favorite to win it all. Uh, what did, yeah, Tiffany, uh, we, pretty much shit on her for about five minutes at the end of the last round table episode. And, uh, maybe we, Hey, you know what? Maybe we, we sparked some energy from her. Maybe she caught wind of it and she was like, you know what? I'm going to go in there. I'm not going to talk about astrology. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about phlebotomy. I'm just going to go in there and form this cookout alliance. Maybe we had a say in it. Who knows? But Hey, it adds up because you know, the people that I always think are going to be shit in fantasy football always end up being pretty good. So maybe this is the same thing with, with Tiffany. Um, but it is, it is interesting to see, actually, if you do look at the graphic, um, two of the first overall picks for each team are gone, two of the second and two of the third. So, um, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Nick and Zach still with three players remaining, uh, Otev, we're doing Otev's council. <laughs> we had our favorite challenge, pretty much my favorite challenge. It's just so fun to watch. We had Otev, uh, come up. what do you guys think of Otev's, uh, veto challenge from, uh, last week? I don't know. Well, there's two things that I'd say about it. One, it happened really early. Like, I feel like it usually happens later in the season. No? Is it usually around that time? It's usually like it's usually like the first competition uh, when they get into jury, the first veto. Oh, okay. Well, kind of like the sign that you're in veto or you're in jury, blah, blah, blah. So. Okay. So that's usually like they're, they're hey, we're, we're about to get jury. You're, you're playing Otev. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I take that back. The second thing I was going to say, they didn't get, like, slimed or, like, jellied or, like, something. I was expecting, like, the, the jelly. You, you, and then, like, yeah, I was expecting that. I was getting that. Was just coming out, of the, uh, coming out of the octopus, just jelly <laughs> yeah, all over yeah, the place. getting all jellied. I, I was, well, besides that, I love Otev. Well, so Kylan's, Kylan's strategy, right? So he's, he's head of household. So he places his bet from uh, Vito Derby on Alyssa. And it comes down to Alyssa and Kylan to win uh, Vito Derby or to win Otev. Um, what did you guys think of Kylan's performance in that last round where he just literally stood there with the right answer at the bottom of the ramp and was just like, I'm just going to hang here until Alyssa goes up? I mean, I got I got some points out of it, so I wasn't mad. But Dude, I was 
done. But also, I mean, it made it made sense. I think, in my opinion, like whoever's going home that day that in that competition is going to be uh, is going to jury. So I don't really think Brittany realized that he was throwing it, but I feel like Alyssa. I mean, Alyssa's just all she's got to do is ask him, like, "Hey, look, if I win, you're going to get veto too." So just let me win. It makes sense. Like, we'll both be fine. You'll be able to do what you want to do, and we can move on, and I'll be safe. I feel like if he didn't take that, and Alyssa would know, like, oh, okay, I'm the target. I'm going home. Like, you don't have my vote. Yeah. That's, that's the what the mentality I would have had if I was Kylan, and I probably would have thrown it to him, her. The hardest thing about that would have been just the competition itself because it is, like, my favorite one, and I would have loved to win it, but if I was getting a veto at the end, like, whatever. Well, it is interesting. We are getting to, to jury management, so it is interesting to see some of these moves happen, and I like how Kylan's thought process was, if, a, if I win, Claire also gets a veto, and she'll take herself off the block. I want to be the saving grace, like the uh, knight that rides in on the horse, so if I can... What's up, Nick? No, that was a point I was about to make, but, but it's uh, like the fact that he did it and then so she he could pull her off, not her. Pull, yeah, pull she off. was like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't want me to be saved. He wants me to go home. And then he pulls her off and she's still pissed at him. She's like, I saw right through it. I knew it the whole time that that he wasn't being authentic with it. He just wanted to act like he was the one saving me and all this stuff. So I thought that was pretty funny. What do you guys think about the whole whole thought process, the whole idea of like, how much discussion happens with throwing competitions these days. I feel like I feel like from the wall when they were hanging on the wall and then to the Otev competition and the name that croon where Kylan accidentally won. I feel like there's been a lot of discussion during these competitions of hey, let me win. Hey, I'll let you win. Hey, all this stuff. Is that going to become like a concrete part of Big Brother moving forward of throwing competitions? I feel like throwing competitions is it's basically always been a part. Just like maybe like more so now than before, but even in a survivor, a big brother, like throwing competitions for the betterment of strategy of your game. It seems like it's always been a part of it. Maybe it's more so, you know, it's more visible now on TV, but I, I don't think I see a problem with it. If anything, it can hurt your game or better your game because it's throwing the competition in front of everybody a good strategy move because then everyone's like, oh, well, if he's going to throw it, then I'm, when it comes to end voting, am I going to vote for him because he threw? So everything goes into your game, whether or not it's even just winning or losing that competition. What about you, TG? I, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be perfect to have, like I said, that survivor mentality. It's that whenever you're feeling the most safest is the most time you're at most at going home. And to have the confidence of saying, hey, hey, you know, I'll jump because and I'll make some deal with you or something like that. It tells me if I'm not in the competition, that guy is just super safe to just jump because he's going to be, you know, he or she will be moving on for the next week. So I would love to just be, oh, let's target that guy because or he or she because they think they're safe right now. You know? mm -hmm. It's a red flag for the rest of the house. Yeah, I was going to say um, it, it, for the history and past Big Brother seasons, the wall competition is pretty um, – like notorious for that, for, for people making deals up on the wall because and it's different because they're exhausted. Like they're up there for a bunch of minutes and they're just exhausted. But I've seen in past seasons too where they'll ask the house guests waiting if they could actually exit and go into the house so they could have a private discussion and, and have deals made up on the wall. 
Um, and, oh, really? Yes, and the house goes really. Like, They've done that. Yeah, yeah. That, and, I mean, it hasn't been. They haven't done that in a while, but they used to do that in like the early seasons, and the house guests will like a pre will honor that and just go inside and kind of go behind the wall and let them have their discussions and they know something fishy is going on. Um, so they keep their, they, they keep their, I guess their heads on a, on a swivel. But um, yeah, it's something definitely that's always happened. I do. What I don't like is how people get mad when they don't get a competition thrown to them. That's what I see more of this season, like specifically from Aza. And I'm like, bro, get out of here. Yeah, it's like a little bit of entitlement. Like, what? it's a competition. That person would be doing you a favor to throw it. They're not, like, when she got pissed at Kylan and everything, it was like, right, it was Kylan? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because he beat her in the name that croon thing. Um, yeah, I completely agree, Zach. It's like a weird sense of like entitlement. Like he sh- he had to throw it to me, or he he should have thrown it to me. It's Alyssa like no. Did a little bit of complaining with that too. <laughs> Who? Alyssa. Oh, Alyssa. I, when? Oh, was what one? Was was it also? I think it was also all competition. She didn't make it to um, to the very end, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She was trying to make a deal. She was trying to make a deal. That's right. Um, no, that's that's a good point. Uh, Zach or uh, Teachy, you mentioned Tiffany's your surprise player so far. Was that you, Teachy, that mentioned that? Yeah, that was my surprise player. Considering like when we had to read the description of what they were, you know, how their behavior was going into the house, and she's completely blown me out. Of, yeah, blown my mind is how good she is, man. She's one of my favorites to win it all, to be honest. So, do you think without the cookout alliance, she would be as lethal of a threat in this game, or do you think do you think that cookout alliance is what's kind of keeping her mostly af- afloat? Is she a good player outside of the cookout alliance, or is she just? a good player because of the cookout alliance uh, i think it's a lot of it has to do with the cookout alliance but i mean i think she saw the opportunity took it formed it and she's making the most of it i mean i would too i think she probably figures going into the house she's probably fighting at a disadvantage at some you know in some degree so yeah i you know kudos to her for that all of them really for setting up that alliance and taking it as far as they have yeah she gives off that like mom kind of like manager vibe of like uh she feels like she's in complete control and like she's very calm and she just kind of keeps things uh under wraps so um it's it's going to be interesting to to see how she performs zach if you want to jump in um who's your surprise house guest so far if it's not going to be tiffany who's who's your surprise and nick i think you can imagine what question is coming to you next and surprise oh man i mean it might be Derek X, just because of how well he is um, playing on the competition. Like, he's a comp beast. I mean, he fell off that, the railing one, the balance one, and nearly still beat Sarah Beth. Um, I, I, I had a feeling he would be good, especially probably like his personality. Like, from what I read, it seemed like he was going to be a likely guy, but. Didn't expect him to do as well as he is. I am worried that he's doing too well and it's going to bite him in the butt. But one thing about him is, like, they don't want to put him up on the – like, this week, if he is not in that veto comp, like, that's kind of worrisome. But um, if he's in it, I have, like, full like full trust in him that he could pull it off. Like, he any competition he goes into, uh, he wins. But I am kind of scared that he didn't take that uh, – 
the chance at playing that game this week. Honestly, the roulette thing. I really wanted him to do that, but yeah, we'll see if it bites him in the ass. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Nick, what about you? We got Tiffany Derek X. Who's your surprise player so far? So I was going to say Derek X, but I was completely prepared for, for Zach to say it. I really was surprised with Hannah's play because um, she was like, it's fun. At the very beginning, if you were to s- describe who was on the bottom of the cookout alliance, it was Hannah because like, at least that's what they made it seem in the TV because like the other five were kind of there when it was formed. When they're at the table talking about it, it was, I think four of them and they said, oh, let's bring Hannah in as well. And then like, it just kind of seemed like when X was like, oh, my little sister, it just seemed like it was a person that was like, she's there, but like we don't actually account for her. Um, but as, as the season has gone on, like she's very smart. She's very cute too. Hannah's very cute. Um, like, <laughs> she has like this alliance with Derek X that's very, very strong. Um, again, that, that, that the pair, like everyone has their pair. Um, so she has a very strong thing with Derek X and she is very strong in the cookout alliance, do, doing holding her own part. And w- I'm waiting for her to win HOH and see how she runs it and what she does. And that'll like finalize my like surprise player of the, of the season. Cause I, I really think she's playing a pretty good game. She can go far. Yeah, no, Hannah, Hannah's doing, doing some good work. I mean, obviously, uh, in the cookout Alliance, it's going to help her a little bit too, but it seems like she's, uh, kind of stayed in, in control and, and hasn't really been a threat at all. I don't believe she's been on the block once yet. Um, so it seems like she's in a pretty good spot, um, within there. I'm going to go. So I would say, uh, Brittany was a surprise making it as far as she did. I think, I think we, a lot of us were surprised by that, but after kind of watching her gameplay and her personality, I'm not that surprised because she was kind of an easy person to drag along for a few weeks, as yeah. harsh as that sounds. Um, so I'm not surprised by that. I w- I'll go with Whitney. Uh, I'll flip the script. Whitney was a surprise to me because you typically see those attractive girls in this show make it further just based on their looks and personality. But I think she had a really hard time with a bad alliance at the beginning that she just got looped into to a bad persona in the game. I think being tied to Brent was not good, and it didn't give her the ability to make relationships. Yeah, with Frenchie. So she didn't really have a chance to build alliances outside of the bad alliance. Um, so I'd say that's a surprise for me was that she didn't do a better job of elongating her game. I think she was uh, the fourth person voted out. So... Um, Whitney, big surprise for me. She was the 14th pick in the draft, so there wasn't too much hype around her. Um, but she, I thought she was going to be a sleeper. So uh, that's that's what I got for that. Um, let's get into the showmance real quick. Obviously, a lot of showmance is going on. Um, Christian and what's up? Are there though? Well, a little bit of a flirtation going on. We had what Aza come out and say that she loved Xavier or had a crush on Xavier, and you got Derek X getting close with Hannah and obviously Christian and Alyssa. Uh, my question to you guys and anyone feel free to jump in. I have my thoughts on this. Where, where was the Christian and Alyssa showmance as far as power rankings in the house? Like how dangerous were they? And where does Alyssa stand now that that showmance is out of the house? I don't think that they're like in comparison to past showmances, I don't think it, it was all that strong of one. Like I, they didn't make it very far. He didn't make it to jury, um, mm-hmm. and she herself hasn't. I mean, she's she's been in the running, but I mean, she's not the strongest competitor. So 
I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't the most you know amazing showmance in my in my book. I don't know. <laughs> I think a lot of that kind of relied on Christian because when Christian was winning, they were winning, and but now that he's out, she really hasn't done anything for her game at all, really, as far as I'm I'm really have seen. So I, I thought that relationship. She won the veto. Was, she won the veto. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so she's got a veto. So now she, I mean, now that she's kind of broken away from having that attachment with Christian, now she can start forming her own game and now get the ball rolling with this veto in and take it from there. So we'll see. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really think that uh, showmance was anything big, anything major. Um, it was just, I feel like, two people that were attractive in a house with nobody else. And, um, they they just found each other, but Alyssa, her, oh, I mean, I'm like, she's on my team, so I'm like, yes, Alyssa, go Alyssa, but I mean, the veto comp, like we said, was thrown to her by Kylan. She just won this last rollers thing against nobody, so she really hasn't won anything in like, like when you when it comes to a jury and she brings out her resume, if that's all she has, like that's not gonna carry much weight. Like the any anybody else could argue it was thrown to you. I mean, nobody will know if anybody else played in that. But um yeah, uh I I mean Alyssa we'll see how far she can go. It's just it's very tough, especially with that alliance in the house, the cookout. It's just She's one of the first ones they're going after. Same with Derek X, same with Claire and Sarah Beth. So it's tough. It's definitely tough to say that they'll be making it far. Well, so I had an interesting thought about this the other day. I think a lot of times when a showman's happens in this game, um, you it comes down to uh obviously being a target, right? You get into a showman's and the reason you don't want to get into a showman's is because you're like, oh, now we got a target on our back. We're viewed as two people rather than just one. We're always going to vote together. Well, I think what's interesting about that is if you're the part of the showman's that survives the first eviction, you can actually extend your game pretty well because now the rest of the house knows you have no power. Like you don't have that second person with you anymore. So I feel like Alyssa losing Christian almost benefits her game from the standpoint of if she can get some comp wins and have things fall correctly for her, she can maybe extend her game a little bit longer than some people think because you see a showmance, you think, oh, they're going to go back to back. Like they're going to go one, two, back to back. There's really no reason to send showmances home one and two because once the first person from the showmance, Christian, is gone, what's Alyssa going to do? She doesn't really have a deep alliance elsewhere. She doesn't have that comfort person that she's had for the last three weeks. So now we're in a situation where I think Alyssa maybe benefits from this move of Christian going home. And yeah, she's a target because she's not in a cookout. But I also think that there's a chance that if she gets a few things to fall her way, unlike the little roulette wheel thing, um, I think they might be into something. And wait, wait a minute. How funny was it that she was so upset Xavier went on the block from the roulette wheel based on the whole pairing thing from the cookout? that Xavier and Alyssa have developed a relationship enough to where she was so upset, not realizing it was actually kind of okay for the long-term game because we at home knew that it was okay from the cookout. Yeah, I think that's, that's really fun. In her head, that she has such a strong thing with X when really, like, he's ready to throw her to the side. The moment, the moment it, gets, it comes to it, it's like, all right, bye, Alyssa. <laughs> so I, think, I always love... That's one of my favorite parts about being America, like watching from behind. Like, there's so many people that are like, 
oh, this person's my ride or die, or this person's my, you know, the one to go to the end with. And like that person has like that with three people. And like it's always just cool to just see. Like you, you really don't know when you're when you're inside seeing it. You get the bubble, the bubble creates a I don't know confusion. And that whole thing that you were mentioning, uh, Justin, about Alyssa and Christian kind of her game hopefully benefiting off of her, you know, breaking away from Christian. I was really hoping that was going to happen with like Whitney and Brent because she got connected with Brent. I mean, even though they weren't like a relationship, but they were kind of paired together as a two. And it was just boom, boom. It was very unfortunate for her because I think I was really hoping once Brent went home, she could have to start developing her own individual identity of the game. But I guess at that point it was too far gone and she was next to go. Yeah, that was it was interesting to see that unfold with the Whitney and Brent situation because Brent goes home and there there hadn't even been really enough time in the game for anyone to really become a threat outside of Derek X winning the first two vetoes and you know obviously Kylan being a physical threat and Christian was winning a ton of stuff early on in the game. So it was it was interesting to me that Whitney was the target there, but I also feel like again going back to the point we made earlier is that a lot of the head of households haven't made moves that have gotten blood on their hands. So a lot of the head of households probably viewed that as the easy move at the time since it was still so early in the game and lines hadn't been drawn that, okay, Whitney's the easy target here because she was associated with Brent. I can make that move and not get any blood on my hands and the house is going to support me. Where now we're in a situation where there's been so many other alliances built that Alyssa wasn't going to be the next target because now they're like, okay, she's got no one. She's gone. She doesn't have majority. She doesn't have, we're not doing the teams anymore. We're fine to just continue on with our own thing. And we'll get Alyssa out when we want to, because we still have the numbers. Yeah. An interesting thing that I've kind of seen about this season and kind of tying into that is that there've been no other alliances besides, besides the, the Royal flush and the cookout and the Royal flush kind of maintained or included basically all of the cookout for the six members, right? Yeah. For the six members were in the cookout or in the, in the world flesh. Like there's no other name, like what other named alliances have been? You're forgetting about one of the best ones. Slaughterhouse. 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 You know, but, um, but yeah, there's like, it's crazy. Like you, even with the people like that are the show now, there's no one that's um, even like with the fake, like one twos, like Claire uh, or uh, Sarah Beth and Tylen, like they don't have like some silly name for this. Well, what, what's interesting, Nick, real quick is when Brittany got voted out, she mentioned two alliance names that I had never even heard of. She was like, Oh, yeah, if you go back and watch when she was sitting there with Julie on uh, on CBS when it was still live, she had two alliance names, and I can't even remember who it was with, but she was like, oh, I'm so surprised because, or I had my alliance, and she said a name with this person, and an alliance this name with that person, but I think the cookout is so powerful, CBS is like, why even give those alliances airtime? Like, it's not even fun. Like, why even do it? But I, I get your point. There hasn't really been much movement, and I also think that has a lot to do with the fact that the cookout is so committed to the cookout that they're not, one, they don't want to try something sneaky behind their the, the backs of the cookout. Let's say Kylan goes out and try to make an alliance with Christian or whatever. It's like, okay, you're, if that gets out, you're, you're killing your game because now the cookout's going to come after you. So the members of the cookout probably are not willing to do too much outside of the cookout because they know they all got each other's back. My question is, we talked about Sarah Beth and Kylan. How long does that last? Like, when is Kylan going to have to cut Sarah Beth from the whole final two thing? And how is Sarah Beth going to kind of 
react or respond to it uh, when that happens because they've been close since like day two. I'd tell you exactly how. Kylan doesn't do it. That's how. <laughs> There's absolutely no way that Kylan is putting up Sarah Beth. And a perfect example what was kind of what I was referring to at the beginning of this conversation was I do not think Kylan accidentally won OE2H. I don't think that like he at all intended to throw it to Aza. I think that was just, you know, CBS showing him say that to like make a thing for us. Yeah. He 100% wanted to win that because he knew that the cookout's target was Sarah Beth and it is best his intention to have her go far as far as she could go with the cookout. Okay, well let's let's say this, this caveat, this what if scenario. 7 people remaining, the cookout plus Sarah Beth and Kylan wins HOH. That see that's how he's gonna throw he's that not, competition. He's, he's yeah, he's gonna throw one. it. He's gonna he's throw it. Them. If he wins that competition, he's an idiot. That's yeah. true. I mean, not an idiot, but like you just. I would. To... I just want to see the hypothetical. Come on, guys. <laughs> no, I want to. That's the answer. Take out Xavier and take out the next biggest threat. I mean, I was just throwing running it down my head, and I'm like, all right, let's just say Claire's out this week. She goes home. That leaves. Outside of the cookout, Alyssa, Sarah Beth, Derek X. I feel like this is the week that Kylan would want to win HOH. So then you put up Derek X. I would put up Derek X, Alyssa. Don't worry about Sarah Beth. And then if one of those two ends up winning uh, Veto, you put up your alliance member in the cookout. See, but then you're, that's where you lose trust with your alliance if you do that. I think. Oh, no, no. You, you talk about it. You're like, oh, you put up. You put up Derek F. You know your alliance isn't going to vote him out, and if they do, Correct. they screw. They screw up. You don't. But, but would they question why he wouldn't put up Sarah exactly. Beth? No. If you're no. so trustworthy in our alliance, why are you wanting to put up one of us rather than Sarah Beth? Like, are you more committed to her than us? Why are you? Why are you not wanting? To no, put because up? I mean, I would. I would say. I would say. Look, we've gone this far by having the trust of each of us having the trust of somebody else because of because you guys as person has already been gone doesn't affect the reason, like my my plus one. Oh, i see what you're saying I, so done. like we yeah you're saying from the standpoint of continue to hide it none of us none of us have put up their own plus one so why should i have to be the one to do it yeah you've got to continue to hide it also this is totally random but just a thought i had in my head i'm very surprised nobody mentioned in their goodbye messages to Brittany the cookout like that's something that, or she's in the jury. Like, wouldn't you? I guess maybe because they don't know if she's gonna come back. But I feel like you'd want the jury to know, like, hey, there's this big alliance here. This is the alliance, and this is what we're trying to do. I hope you respect that. I hope you respect what we're trying to do. But this is why we had to do it. So, oh, real, real quick for you, Zach. Uh, Sam has chimed on. Not our Sam, but a different Sam Higdon has signed on. Uh, signed on in the comments. Uh, I'm pretty sure he watches uh, the the live feeds, but here's his insight. Nothing a spoiler. There's no spoilers here. But he says the cookout's not going to make it to the final six, and then says they're not having meetings as an alliance, so they don't have that much trust together. Well, Sam, my question to you is: Are they not having meetings because they don't want to be found out? They don't want to all be in the same place at the same time? Because that's my thought: is if we have an alliance of six and we've made it this far. Why are we going to all get together in one spot to where the rest of the house can say, wait, where all these people go 
are they doing There's something shady? People left in the house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, like when they created that alliance, they know what their goal is. Their goal is to make it to the final six. They know what it is, and they're gonna do whatever it takes to get there. They're gonna, they're gonna, they want to have their person come with them. Tiffany with Claire. Uh, Tiffany's gonna try to convince her team to keep Claire, but we'll see. Like, is she gonna have to do that now with X on the block? Like, I don't know who wins veto, so that's gonna be another twist in it too. But yeah, I mean, I just think that they have this mentality. Like, we gotta make it a final six. We don't really need to meet, and if we do meet, we meet with one another, and then relay the message through the finals to the six of us. So Sam responds with, "They're not having meetings because they don't want to be found out." Yeah, exactly. So it's not—I don't think them not having meetings is they don't trust each other. I think it's more of a they don't want to be found out thing, which I think means they're even stronger to a certain extent that they're that strong that they don't even need to have these meetings. They just know what the game is. They know what to play. So if you guys each had a hundred bucks right now on you and you had to place a bet, let's say. Let's say uh, the entire cookout makes it to final six or the entire cookout does not make it to final six. Even odds here, even odds, you get a hundred percent payout. What or a hundred dollar payout, what would you put your money on? Do you feel the the six of the cookout will make it to the final six, or do you think somewhere it gets broken up in the next three weeks? It gets broken up. That's my quick my quick answer. I would love to see it get there, but the moment one of the well, I guess if they don't want HOH, I guess they can't. But I, if at any point two of them get on the block, there's literally nothing they can do about it. One of them has to go home. So that's the question: Will that ever happen, Zach? What about you? I'm gonna say that they are gonna make it to the final six. I have a question for you guys after, but I'm just gonna leave it at that, quick and easy. Okay, Tichi, what about you? Final six or bust? What are we going with? Uh, as much as I'd like for it to happen, I don't think so. I like Derek X too much. I think he's going to throw his wrench in the plan somehow and get at least one of them out. Okay, so here's here's my thought process real quick. I agree. I, I, ah, uh, gosh, I don't know. I think both of the, I think all of them are going to make it because I said it last Thursday that I think all of them are going to make it. So I'm going to stand by that. What I'm curious about is if they don't all make it, will it be because of the logistics in the house, they simply couldn't because two were on the block or will they not make it because maybe one member turns on the, the Alliance? That's so, that, that's my other question. And that's a better question. I like that question better because, well, I'm sorry, Nick, I'm going off the fly. Come on. I like that question because it's, I think that even with Derek F and Tiffany feuding, I think they are going to hold themselves just for the, just the act of saying like, as black people, we can stick together and, and hold to this thing to six. I think that they will, they're not doing it within. It's going to have to be a reason that the two of them run the block. And I like, like that. Said, I like going that. with what Tichi said, I think Ter- Derek X is going to be the one to do it, to throw that nice little wrench. But I don't think that it's going to be because of them. Here's, uh, here's what Sam brings up. He says, uh, what about the possibility that in the final seven, the outsider of the cookout wins HOH? Yeah, that's the big, that would be the big factor in the whole thing is if, if one of the cookout members does not win, however, at that point in the final seven, there'd be six competing for head of household, five of which would be cookout, one of which would not at that point. So it, the, the odds would be stacked, stacked against the, uh, the non-cookout member, but that's, that's Sam's thought on that. Zach, what'd you have, man? 
I mean, I'm going to refrain from asking the question and just give my... Uh, oh, now you got me curious about the question, though. Oh, I mean, it has to do... Uh, the question was basically going to be like, what, what, has, what do you think has been the biggest mistake somebody has done this season? And this is why I... And my answer to it is why I think the, the cookout's going to make it. I think Derek... I mean, I don't know what happened, but I think Derek X not playing in that roulette game is going to come back and bite him in the ass. And I think it's because he's thinking about next week when you should always be focused on this week. So ex explain that, Zach, a little bit. So what if Derek X competes in the roulette and it's him versus Alyssa and he, he ends up winning? So what, what would have changed so drastically in his game, in well, your he's, opinion? He's safe. He's safe. Like, that's it. Like, Okay, so you're saying you're saying not from a point of pulling someone off, but you're saying from the point yeah. of not being able yeah. to go up. Okay, because I see what you're saying. My bad. He is the target this week. If he does not win that veto, I feel like Sarah Beth would be dumb. No matter who it is, if somebody else wins the veto and it's not named Derek X, the only person maybe Hannah wouldn't do it. Um, is they would Sarah Beth would have to ask them to use the veto on whoever they want. And to put Derek X up and take a shot at Derek X, like he's got to hope he plays in that veto and wins it. I I, I don't know. I, I would have just – if I was him, I would have thought like, – I, I just don't like that he was thinking a week ahead. He's been so calculated every move he's made, and I just think he got ahead of himself, and I'm kind of worried it might bite him in the ass, and he won't even be here next week to play that game. And hey, it's so funny you mentioned that, Zach, real quick, because now that you spelled it out and said it for me, because I'm too dumb to remember, I remember sitting there watching, thinking of how dumb Derek X was for not playing, but I totally forgot about it over the last like three days of not, you know, since Big Brother, and thinking to myself the same exact thing. Why is he not competing? I, I that's so funny you mentioned. Yeah, but to to kind of support your point of it being a dumb move is that had he played and won it. He was pulling Claire off, like hands down. Like he and her have, if anything, they're the next strongest alliance outside of the cookout. And they're kind of, they need to, they need to figure out themselves that they're an alliance and go with it. I think if, if that can happen, I, I'd be interested. If they can figure out that they're an alliance without them, you know, whatever. But he pulls her off. The only other person that's possible to go home that's not a cookout member is Alyssa. So... You're right. If Derek X plays, win. No, wait. I think Claire, isn't Alyssa is Alyssa immune since she won the roulette game? Yes, but I'm saying had had Derek X won. Oh. Yeah, so so um, you're correct in that Alyssa's uh, uh, immune, but she pulled off. Um, she pulled off Derek Derek uh, F right Derek F who uh, was in the cookout and was replaced by another cookout member. So there's still people eligible that aren't cookout members to go up. Like there's still a possibility of two people sitting up there that aren't cookout. Whereas if Derek X one pulled off Claire, um, Sarah Beth is HOH. The only other person on there that could go up. That's not cookout is Alyssa. So, I mean, again, they'd have the numbers to vote out Alyssa and keep the cookout members. So that's still good in that aspect, but yeah. Um, you know and, what I mean? What I'm saying that? Yeah. And, but all, all I'm saying about it is that you, the reason you guys think the cookout team, the cookout Alliance isn't going to make it is because of Derek X. And what I'm saying is I don't even think Derek X is going to make it past this week to, to be that wrench in the cookout side because he didn't play in this competition. Like 
it's just, I mean, maybe he wins. Maybe he, uh, they don't go after him and after the veto, or maybe he wins the veto. Like, who knows? But I just like, I feel like I've seen this show so many times. And when you're not thinking about the week you're on, and you're thinking about the following week, it comes back to bite you in the ass so often. Yeah, no, and you're completely right, Zach. Actually, from from Brittany that last week, Brittany last week, she was so worried about playing that roulette and not the sliding one. She thought she was safe. And it comes back to bite her. Like people just trust people, and I mean, Derek's not trusting anybody. He's just thinking, "Oh yeah, this is a crazy good uh, reward I could win." But I mean, even Kylan told him, "Yo, if you play in this, nobody even knows what it is." But Kylan was like, "If you play in it, you're probably gonna win." And yeah, and gun has gone up against Alyssa. And and what's so funny that you you say that is is when you look back at some of the moves that have been made like you know he's made so many good moves for the guy that's made so many good moves to then make the one fatal move to his game like that's such a painful kind of idea to have like a thought to have is like you know he's played perfect up to this point and then he gets to that point but it's funny uh when claire and in uh derek x were sitting there talking to tiffany and someone help me out about about getting derek f out instead of Brittany. probably hannah was it Hannah? It was Hannah. It was Hannah. It was Hannah. So the four of them are sitting there. That was, in my opinion, that should have been a red flag to both Derek X and Claire that there is something going on here as to why they don't want to get rid of Derek F because the points that they were making and spelling out were so obvious and so logically correct that why would these people in the house be so against voting Derek F out. I just thought that was a funny point. That was a red flag when Claire and Derek X were, were pitching that. And then for, for Tiffany and Hannah to just steer the conversation away, I would have left that little meeting and been like, something's up. Something's going on there because they know the right move is to get rid of Derek F, but they don't want to do it. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think they're putting it together, but it might be a little too late. But I think it's also very hard for them because – Derek X really only has Hannah, it seems like, and Claire's really close with Tiffany. So you, being in that house, I feel like you're like, man, this is my this is my go-to. Could they be p- playing me on the side? Like, why are they saying this? Oh, maybe it is a smart thing. I think that's like a problem that they haven't really jumped on the board for that, but it's definitely something that they've uh, – I, I feel they're putting the pieces together, but they're just not there yet. I just don't think they want to say it, man. I just don't think they want to say it. And yeah, so so to make to your point, when the only information that you're getting is from the people on the inside, like the, what you said, the only information that Derek X is getting is from Hannah, part of the cookout, and the only information that Claire is getting is from Tiffany, part of the cookout. So that's a great point that you made there, Zach. I haven't even thought about that because, like, when you think about it that way, that is probably the only reason why it hasn't been found out. It's going to take Derek X. And Claire talking and getting close, and that's why I said that's the alliance that's gonna. As, as much as I'm rooting for the for the cookout, like I I always love like the the little little devil's advocate, you know, the wrench. Them two getting together and like finding some way to crack the code and figure out, and then you know run to the end with it. That's the only way that you know this. And it, again, that's it. that's if Derek X is even there to build that relationship with Claire. Which on Zach's point of not playing the roulette game, he likely if he doesn't win the veto, should be the target. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree on that. He should be the target 
because of his resume, because of what he's done in the house, um, Derek X definitely should be should be the target here. So anything else from you guys before we call it a night? It's been a fun roundtable discussion here. I hope everyone out there enjoyed listening. Uh, anytime you're listening live, feel free to comment. We love getting the comments and talking about it. Anything else from you guys? Any bold predictions down the road through the final 10? I actually have something for something for our fantasy as like a little joke I was saying. Uh, we should almost give like some negative points to whoever keeps wearing this USF ugly sweater that we yeah. see. Man, that is the most ugly. No, no, no. I agree. I, I agree. Mean, I yeah, agree. yeah. Alyssa, Alyssa gets, gets negative points. No, Hannah no, gets no, negative no, points. And there's even oh, someone shit. wearing a, a Tennessee sweater too. I've seen at one point in the house too. So I was like, I don't know who is like against UCF all the way right now. That's that was also Hannah too. She was wearing like she was wearing the Tennessee one. I'm pretty sure. Zach, you're against that. You you support yeah. South Florida. Nah, you know, um, some some people, you know, they, they get their clothes from goodwill, man. You can't just be mad about it, bro. You just got to respect it's thrift shopping, I guess. I mean, but uh, we shouldn't be taking points from them. We should we should just you 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 teach those that don't know better. We we can't yeah, we can't kick her while she's down. Right? What's up, Nick? <laughs> one's man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, we can't kick her while she's down, but Tichi, great point. Anything else from you guys? I do I have one more point. Real quick. Uh, a quick one. I say we give Tichi Tiffany. I, I'm for it. I think it's a good idea. That's my point. <laughs> T- I, you know what? I'm on board with it. I'll find a way to make it fit on the graphic. I, I have been updating her points as well um, on the sheet that I have just because... I didn't know why I was, but I was like, I need to make sure all points are accounted for. Um, so I've been keeping her points. I don't know what she's at. I think maybe five um, because she got three points for going into the jury. And then has she won anything? She hasn't won anything and she hasn't been pulled out the block. So she has three points, I think. So, yeah. So, Tichi, you have a very reliable, consistent player just right there. Zach? Oh, I was going to say, uh, do you guys have predictions with our scores right now? Who you think will win? Now let's 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 pull this up. All right. Score predictions. Um, so unless Hannah pulls off a miraculous final few weeks of the, the season, Poojie's out. Tichi is also out, bar- barring any Tiffany magic. Um, I'm... I'm thinking I'm, Jacob's going to win it now. I mean, Kylan and Derek F look pretty good. Kylan and Derek F look good, and he's ahead by eight points. But here's I, what I'm going I'm to put in a good call for my team because here's two points I'm going to make. I one. Whoa, 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 Nick! Two, I was about to put points. in a good call for your team. Okay, okay, okay. You can put, okay, fine. You can say it first, but I'm going to no. defend my team real quick. So. All I was going to say is I do like Nick's setup right now because Sarah, Beth, and Kylan seem to be the closest uh, alliance outside of the cookout. Aza does seem a little bit emotional, but I think she hasn't become a target in the cookout. And Xavier seems to have pretty good control uh, over the cookout. He seems to be like the, the, the father figure of the cookout, whereas all of Zach's team is outside the cookout. So I'm seeing Zach's team get picked off the next three <laughs> weeks. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm winning. I don't, I don't think I'm winning, uh, that's for sure. Um but I was gonna say Does Zach have the next three people voted off? Like let's I I maybe not Sarah Beth can get voted off. I really don't think so. But like here's what I here, pull it back up real quick. So the reason why I think my team is a pretty good shot. One, like you said, I have two cookout members. That's pretty solid. And I think Sarah Beth 
can make it the furthest of the outside because, like you said, her connection to Kylan is the strongest of them. But um, Zach's team, all outside the cookout, but Derek X, if he can somehow be that person, I can see him going far. Um, Kylan is probably the strongest threat inside the cookout. So once they make it to that six, if somehow those six make it, I see them targeting him first. So I don't know. You know what needs to happen? Derek X needs to play in this veto. He needs to win it and not only win it, but then save Claire off the block, which makes him, Alyssa, and Claire all safe. Sarah yep. as the HOH and has to put up another cookout member. And then I'm back in it. So that would be that would be pretty crazy. Here's what Sam said. He said, whoever takes Derek X deserves to win. So Zach deserves to win. Sam, just a heads up. Derek X, in our previous roundtable discussion, we all cl- kind of classified him as the sleeper of the draft. Wait, right. He said, who, who takes out Derek X? Oh, whoever. Yeah, so Derek X. Yeah, that's true, too. Derek X was the sleeper of the draft, and he's proven to be a sleeper, extreme sleeper, Austin Eckler style. And then he goes, where's Tiffany? Uh, Sam, we only had room for 15 spots, so she was Pooji's pick, and we shit on her, quite frankly, in that last episode. So if you want to get a good laugh about Tiffany, go listen to our last episode. Um, And then he also mentions that Tiffany and Claire are strong as a bond as well, uh, which we've mentioned here too. And that was to uh, Nick's point, or Zach's point, of what was just said about what needs to happen for Zach to remain afloat. Oh, man, yeah, we need need Derek X to pull this veto out and save Claire. Hopefully he can, and... He could take. He, he could just put Team Zach on his back. You guys are talking about how uh, D- DX and uh, Claire are working together right now, or they're kind of. The alliance is called Team Zach. Let's go. There Te- you go, Team you Zach. I'm sure they're very well aware of it inside the house. So I've DM their social media teams. I'm like, I literally after our draft, I DM'd all three of them and was like. Just so you guys know, I, I picked you all in a Big Brother Fantasy, all three of them in a group. So that's actually funny you mentioned that. Uh, Christian reached out to me when he got evicted, and he said, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Thanks for putting that together, and thanks for picking me. What? And really? Yeah, and he said, I appreciate the love. So I'm actually talking with him right now about getting him on the podcast. So he might be a special guest to get on here for Big Brother Talk. Uh, Christian, big fantasy cool. guy, big fantasy guy. And who knows, if he keeps this relationship going with Alyssa, maybe he'll be spending some time in Florida. He'll come out to Memory Mall for some tailgates. We'll get him, we'll get him a better sweatshirt. Well, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right, guys, anything else from you guys? I got it. Sounds good to me. Awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys being here. We will have to do it again maybe before the end of the season, maybe a three-quarters of the way through kind of thing when it gets down to maybe six, uh, five or six people. We'll see. Uh, do a do a recap or yeah, update uh, at that point. Uh, Reality Pop Nation out there listening, thank you for being here. If you watched live, thanks for watching. Always comment your thoughts. Always give us what you're thinking because we like to talk about it. Thanks to Sam for interacting throughout the, the, the course of this episode. Uh, if you're into sports, go check out the Pooji podcast. You can go find some sports content on the Pooji podcast. But if you're into reality TV, this is the place to be. Check out the Reality Pop Network channel. They do a great job with all things reality TV from the challenge, Survivor Worldwide, Australia, Survivor US, and Big Brother, of course. And with that being said, go enjoy the rest of your week. Go enjoy Wednesday night veto competitions. Go enjoy Thursday night nomination uh, eviction stuff. 
And most importantly, go make this world a better place. Until next time, take care.